Welcome to the Great Quotes for Coaches podcast. This is the podcast dedicated to helping coaches create successful team experiences through the use of quotes. I'm your host, Scott Rosberg. In each episode, we'll discuss one quote that I've found can be inspirational, motivational, and helpful on your coaching journey to become your best so you can help your teams become their best. So lace them up tight, focus on your target, listen up and take notes as we dive in to today's Great Quote for Coaches. All right, and welcome back to the Great Quotes for Coaches podcast. And uh, today we are into our second of our episodes where it's not just me talking about the um, quote that I've liked uh, or a quote that I've liked, but I'm interviewing uh, another coach who's going to be able to tell you a little bit about a quote that, that he has enjoyed and, um, and what it's meant to him. So today we have with us Rob Miller. Rob Miller from Proactive Coaching. Uh, many of you know that I'm a speaker with Proactive Coaching, and that's how I met Rob. Gosh, what, 2008, 2010, somewhere in there, Rob, I imagine. And um, so anyway, that's how I've gotten to know Rob through Proactive Coaching. But Rob has a varied career of his, of his own, apart from Proactive Coaching as well. And uh, I'm going to let him explain a little bit about who he is before we get into his quote. So Rob, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Scott. Sure do appreciate you having me on. And Varied is probably good. When you're getting older, you get varied is, is the way I look at it. So <laughs> as, as I kind of look back, you know, I, I've had the chance to coach uh, primarily a sport of basketball uh, at the college level. I uh, did some high school as well. Coached a little track and field in high school, but not much. Primarily, it's everything's basketball. But then I've been coaching teams for a long time through proactive coaching. Obviously, you're coaching teams um, every day. You're with a different team and, and you're coaching them. And then that also includes I'm also an NAIA conference commissioner. I've been doing that now since 2008, and uh, you got varied teams there you're working with. You know, you're working with athletic directors, you're working with presidents. So, you know, I think what's taught me anything over the years is teams are teams are teams, and and uh, the ability to work with those teams and motivate those teams is one of the biggest things we can do as coaches. I love that idea. That because yeah, that's one of the things that I know that you and, and Bruce Bruce Brown, the director of proactive coaching, along with yourself will often say in the on the Facebook page, and those of you who have not been to the Facebook page for Proactive Coaching, you need to get on there uh, because there's so many great nuggets that they that, that Bruce and Rob share there. And one of the things you guys often talk about is that, you know, any kind of group can be a team. And, you know, we forget in schools that, you know, bands are teams and choirs are teams and drama departments can be teams. So it's all kinds of teams. I love that concept. And yeah, you, you're obviously part of many different teams. And what's cool for you is the variety of levels, I think, that you get to experience being involved in the college level as well as then going around the country speaking to high schools and middle schools. So, so we're here to talk about a quote. And, um, I think you have a really interesting quote that I'm really excited to dive into. Uh, and, and you've really, I don't want to say thrown a curve, but it came from a place that I wasn't expecting. So why don't you tell people what your quote is, who said it, and, uh, and then a little bit about, well, what does it mean to you? What do you think it means? Well, I think, you know, it's kind of interesting because it kind of hit me after my, co my personal coaching career and more into my, what you say, working with the other teams. But it came out in the 1990, I think a 1995 movie, Shawshank Redemption, which is one of those movies that I don't care how many times it's on, I watch it, right? Yep. So I've probably seen that movie 7,000 times. <laughs> and there's a couple of great quotes in there, but anybody that's seen the movie, the character Andy Dufresne, who's in prison, 
And and I, the quote that I've always stuck with me from that movie is "Get busy living or get busy dying," and that's the one that impacts me the most. There's other great ones from there, you know, like "Hope is a good thing," and and there's so many good quotes in there. But that's the one that's always struck with me. And I think why it strikes strikes me a uh, chord with me is this: every day, wake up and and throw something into life, you know, and and yep. have a passion for what you're doing. And and I want to have a passion. Now, not every day is the same, and not every day I'm have a smile on my face. And obviously, the last four or five six months have been hard in in that situation. But when you look at it, it's like. Yeah, I mean, we're living. Let's live it. Let's let's enjoy the life we have and what's around us and and who's around us and and move with it. So that's why it's kind of struck a chord with me as soon as it was said. And and uh, every time I watch that movie, I want to see that scene. I got to see that scene as it comes yeah. in. And uh, that's my quote. There's some other ones that I probably could talk about as well, but that's the one that stands out for me. Well, I'll probably have you back on at some point in the future so you can tell all the other quotes. But I I love that quote too because. It, like you say, as with all these quotes, I think they transcend so many things. That quote was not said at all about sports, and it's not said in a sports movie. And yet, I'm sure that every coach out there listening to this could take that quote and apply it in some fashion with their teams in a locker room or wherever. Where would you foresee, you know, had you been coaching, where could you foresee yourself using that? Or, and have you used that with, with schools when you're speaking? Yes, I, I use it mostly, not necessarily with athletes because you're only hitting them in the one or two times, but with coaches, I hit it from this purpose. Every day, we have to walk in there every day giving our best effort, every day giving our passion, every day showing it. And, and for me personally, it's like a lot of times, I get, how can you bring that much energy every day to a presentation? Well, it's not because of me, it's because of the people you're sitting in front of. They deserve that every day. They deserve you living, not going through the motions every day. And, and so coaches need to understand those kids are coming to you and you don't know what their day's been. You know, one of, you know, Bruce is one of his new favorite sayings is know each kid's story. And and if we don't know that story, we got to give them life. We got to give them passion. We got to give them the excitement of being with us those days. And so that's the way I use it guys. Every day you show up, you got to live for those kids. You got to live for your teams. You got to live to to invest in them. Yeah, yeah, I love that. And and think about how many days we come to practice having our own baggage, our own tough days, uh, things like that. I love the story that Bruce tells about you know when he was coaching middle school volleyball, and one of their core covenants was enthusiasm. And the, as he's walking out of the court, he had one of those terrible days at school and all, you know, we've all had them. And how the, the little setter comes out, taps him, hey, coach, how's it going? And he was just like, eh. And she's like, bad day? And, and he said, yeah, bad day. And she says, well, get over it. <laughs> and, and her point to him was, and she wasn't being mean or disrespectful. It was, we need you. You, you. You're the one. You tell us enthusiasm. You need to, we need to come with our motor running. And then <laughs> you're, you're not doing that. So you make a great point that we as the coaches need to lead that and bring that for our kids every day. So and, and people are looking and sometimes we don't even understand that. And I'll give you something that just happened within the hour. Okay. Right. Um, neighbor pulled up in the front of the house and we talked for a while and, and, and he was saying, Hey, you okay? I said, why? He goes, 
The other day, you did not look good out walking your dog, okay? And I'm thinking to myself, well, back to that. You know what? It was. It was It was Friday morning. We figured out it was Friday morning he saw me. And I was fighting a quad pole. Uh-huh. And I'd come off Thursday night fighting a kidney stone. Oh. So I was up all night. But anyways, I'm walking around the block. I'm not even thinking about it. I'm just getting the dog out for a walk. And just that body language. Yeah. That day I was showing, I was getting busy dying that day. You know yeah. I mean? By my body language. We got to get out there. People are looking. And, and as coaches, we got to walk into every setting on fire. And we yeah. got to be living that day. We got to be living that day and that moment for them. Absolutely. And you bring up a key word, body language, which I know is a huge thing that, that we talk about in a couple of our, our presentations with proactive coaching. And we talk to kids about it all the time in in the presentations for them but we as coaches we better we better be modeling the bright body language or else what are we going to expect from them you know and, and look at the sidelines sometimes we're dying on the sidelines <laughs> right in our body absolutely we're, we're dead yeah and we need to be that life investment yeah but, absolutely you know, and i think the other the other way i kind of talk about it is is and i think i've had to learn this over the COVID 19 days is um Get busy living means investing in yourself. Get better every day. And, and I'm not sure I was awful great at that, but what I've tried to do, because my life, as you know, Scott, you know, I, my life's come to a standstill. I'm a guy that was on a plane two, three times a week all over the country. I could be in four different time zones in a week. And I've went from that to, you know, still. Yeah. And, and get busy living means, I, and you, you mentioned this earlier, which I think was so important. It isn't just athletics. It's everything. Yeah. So how do I get busy living spiritually? How do I get busy living physically? How do I get busy living intellectually and professionally? How do I do that every single day? And so I'm trying to take more time to do that every day. You know, I I just heard a podcast this morning. I I call him, he's just passed away, but my, what I would call one of the best, uh, uh, mentors I've ever had in my, in my faith, uh, Ravi Zacharias. And I was listening to one of his podcasts this morning and it loved what his concept was. He said, every day I want to be filled with wonder. And he said, the only way I could build filled with wonder is if I put a lot of stuff in me so I could take it back out with that wonder. Uh-huh. And I don't think if, you know, if we're not investing in ourselves by living to create that in, how are we going to throw that information back out to other people? And, and so that's one thing I know I've really tried to do every day, listen to something or read something spiritually, listen or read something about professional and, and intellectually, how am I, can I get better at what I do? And then the third thing is try to keep fit physically, you know, and again, it's getting tougher and tougher the yeah. older you get. But as you kind of do those things, that, that I think is important in the concept of get busy living. Yeah, absolutely. I love that, that idea about, you know, filling yourself with wonder and that because, yeah, how are you going to give the wonder out to others if you don't have it in you? And the best way to do that is to invest in yourself the way you're talking about, which kind of can lead me to, you know, as we as we look to wrap up, the kinds of things that we provide through proactive coaching for coaches and athletes and parents and people, that's exactly what we're trying to do is help them invest in themselves to improve, certainly as coaches and as athletes and as parents, but just as people in general, you know, why don't you... Tell, uh, tell people how they can touch base with you and tell a little bit about proactive coaching and what, what, the, you know, what the mission is and what we provide for people as we wrap this up. 
Well, I think the short version is proactive coaching here is to help teams become great and great teams reach potential. That doesn't happen by accident. It has to be intentional. So we go through that process of how do you intentionally build your culture? How do you intentionally build your leaders? How do you intentionally build ownership from, from your team, you know, which could be athletes, could be employees? How do you intentionally build those things to develop that culture that can reach potential? That's do it in a number of different ways. Like I mentioned, I'm used to speaking about 120 days a year. You know that. You speak a lot as well. Uh, we speak at Proactive Coaching to, to uh, businesses, to especially to, to high schools and to colleges, athletes, leaders, parents, coaches. So that's one way we do it. Uh, Bruce's written materials on our website are phenomenal. Those will be the kind you can invest in at proactivecoaching.info. Our membership plus is where you get a kind of feedback on videos and blogs and podcasts. And it's funny because two days ago, talking about investing, I'm out walking and I, I decided to do like an hour and a half walk. And I listened to two podcasts, one from Donnie Bostwick, uh, the head basketball coach at Oklahoma Wesleyan, and one from Bobby Wilson, who she was uh, Pat Summit's mentor and coached at UCLA and was a coached 76 Olympic team up in Montreal. I got done with that. I called Bruce and said, okay, I'm applying for the next basketball job that comes up. You know, I mean, I was ready to go. Uh, you know, that's the kind of stuff that I think invested you to give back out. And that's what we're trying to do through presentations, through materials, through, through giving the podcast. And we've just kind of come out in a, what we call a proactive coaching partner where you can get all of them in one shop and you can find us on the website, uh, proactivecoaching.info on Facebook, proactive coaching LLC, or frankly, just email me at Rob at proactivecoaching.info. That's Rob at proactivecoaching.info. All or right. Get all of you at Scott at proactivecoaching.info. Do that too. So, all right. Well, excellent. Um, yeah. And my, my association with proactive coaching uh, for the last, see, I think I started speaking for you guys in 2008 uh, it's been nothing short of uh, just transformational for me as a coach and as a person, as a leader, and just as a person. And uh, yeah, I'm so excited to be able to have you on speaking today, um, and, and uh, you know, telling us about your quote, and then giving us a little bit of information about proactive coaching too. So, anything you'd like to say to wrap things up before we wrap it up? Well, as you drop down into the 26s tonight up there in Montana, <laughs> get busy living, okay? Because <laughs> you're going to need the warmth. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm going to be dying of cold. <laughs> Thanks for having me. This is a wonderful idea because we sometimes I think we use these uh, quotes a lot, but we just kind of throw them out there and we don't dig into them. And, and I love the fact you're digging into the quotes because it, we use them because they mean something to us. Yeah. The key is, can we take them from what they mean to us and give them to other people? Absolutely. That's This does that. Absolutely. Well, thanks for that. Uh, yeah, that was really my goal when I started. It was to have a short podcast where a coach could hear it and go, oh, I like that. I want to use that with my team, you know, and uh, and so that's kind of what we're doing with it. And now, as I'm bringing on other coaches, it's going to be that much, even that much more exciting because I get to hear other stories. And this has been great. Last week, I had Mark Albert on, you know, from my uh, one of my former coaches that I coached with. And he had a great quote from Dick Vermeil. And, and we just started talking about that. I mean, it's just I love this. And I, I think that this will spark a lot of other conversations for a lot of people because coaches are quote people. They love quotes because they know a quote can get right to the heart of something and then they can turn around and use it with their kids. And they can also say, see, I'm not the only one who's trying to tell you this. These people know what they're talking about. So, yeah. All right. Well, thanks so much, Rob. I appreciate having you on and we will talk to everybody again next time. 
Thanks for listening to today's episode of the Great Quotes for Coaches podcast. Would you please do me a favor and leave a review on iTunes or wherever it is that you listen to podcasts? Your reviews help us get more people listening to these motivational messages, and they help me learn what I'm doing well and where I need to improve. Finally, check out our website at greatresourcesforcoaches.com for more materials to help you on your journey to becoming the best you're capable of becoming. I look forward to serving you again soon with another great quote for coaches.